0: How does one deal with babies? How does one get their drivers? How does one get good grapes? How does one know for sure as to tests? How does one handle the transition into starting their own independent life in college? Hello there, and thank you for listening to the How Does One podcast. I'm Sarah Lusk, high school senior, and today I'm just gonna be answering some questions I found on Quora, and um, most of them have to do with high school, and they'd really be helpful to incoming freshmen. So if you're an incoming freshman and you're nervous, or uh, you're just somebody who feels like you don't have a good handle on this whole high school thing, and you just wanna hear what other people think about it and what other people are doing, then this is definitely a perfect episode for you. If you're new to the podcast, I upload new episodes every Friday and I would love if you took a moment to follow and leave a rating or review and even share this episode with any of your friends or people you think would enjoy listening. So these are just questions I had found on the internet and a lot of Teenagers were asking them and a lot of people were kind of asking the same questions So I just compiled up some of the best ones and some of the ones I felt that I had seen the most And just thought that it would be good to kind of cover all of them And if you'd like me to go more in depth with an episode then giving this episode more listens or Submitting a topic under the Google form which will be a link in the description is awesome I can always use those and create episodes out of them so, yeah, let's start with the first question. Um, the first question, what is a freshman year of high school like uh, in the U.S.? Being that I haven't lived outside of the U.S., I really can't compare it to, like, England or Japan or anything. But I'd say for my personal high school experience, it was nothing like the movies. It Because I go to a private school, it's a little bit different, but I know that a lot of my other friends kind of have similar experiences of just trying to like find where you're going to fit socially if you don't already know. For me, I had started at a new school in a new area, um, so it was kind of like I moved almost. It wasn't great because I didn't have any friends from my old school and I didn't have any friends at this new school, so it was just a lot of figuring out like who I was and where I was going to fit in. And even though you're like, oh, I'm 14, I'm 13, like I know who I am, you really don't. So just knock that idea out of your head already because you're going to change by the time you graduate. But I feel like my freshman year was a lot of, you know, who am I and what do I like and what are my passions and where do I fit in? And so being a freshman, I kind of, that was the year I learned to play guitar and I kind of, I had really become a musician that year. Before then I would sing on the occasion, but I wasn't working with any uh, worship group or any music group at the time. Whereas when I was a freshman, I was kind of thrown into cold water, just suddenly in a new worship band and a new music group. And so for me, that was definitely when I found that music was a passion rather than just something I enjoyed doing on the weekends or in the shower or something. So for me, it was a lot of self-evaluation. Who am I? Next question. Do you like high school? (laughs) That is a hard one. I don't dislike high school. I like it much better than middle school. But for me, I don't enjoy school in general. I feel like in my personal experience, this has been a lot of good books which is kind of random like my english teachers just made really good choices in the literature that we read whereas in middle school it was a lot of like no-name authors and like books you've literally never heard of whereas now it's a lot more of like shakespeare and john steinbeck and like people you know and you've heard of and are known for being good classic authors so i really appreciated that i feel like workload wise junior year was really hard but sophomore year was like excessively easy and so you know there's that balance whereas middle school was just 100 hard for me like i never had time to do anything else and i think the difference is that in high school they give you study halls or for me at least i have an extended lunch period so i have extra time to get homework done and even in class i can have my computer so if the teachers you know we just finished a quiz or something i have that extra time to work so i feel like that definitely worked out for my schedule much better and with my specific school type it was definitely geared towards lowering homework amount but increasing difficulty in class time so it kind of balanced out different than public school but it worked in my favor so i'd say i do like high school so if you're kind of like worried of like is high school going to be better than middle school? Yes, it's going to be way better. And by the time you're a sophomore, at least, you kind of have figured out who you are and what you like and what you don't like. So in middle school, it's a lot of like trying to group hop and trying to status jump and you're trying to become the cool kid when in reality, those people are chosen by birth. Let me tell you, there's no way to move socially. Um, but by the time you're in high school, you're just kind of like, You're cool with where you're at. Like, you're not as worried about it. So that was definitely something I enjoyed. It was a lot less stressful. So what are high school dances and proms? And what is your personal experience with it? Um, They're doo-doo. You don't need to go. Go once and then you'll have figured out what it's going to look like every other time. Um, So homecoming is the most common American school dance. It's to celebrate, I think it's the first football game of the season, but at least for the kind of group that our school does it in it's like the third of the fourth like it has nothing to do with the first but i think most public high schools the homecoming game is your first game of the season so in depending on where you're at the formality is going to change in my area it tends to be very formal like girls will wear short formal dresses um usually in the 80 to 80 plus really range Um, They tend to be the ones you'll see when you typically search formal dresses. You know, girls will wear more formal shoes, and that is definitely changing. Um, For example, I wore Converse to Homecoming this year, um, and typically I'd wear heels or a very nice sandal or something. So I think standards are changing. I know that in the public schools in this area it tends to be a t-shirt and jeans kind of dance so that's really just something you'll have to test the waters with based on your peers and what they're saying they're going to wear and what people in the past have worn because you don't want to show up in jeans to a super formal dance in the same way that you don't want to show up in a sherry hill dress to a jeans and t-shirt kind of dance so you just need to make sure that you dress appropriately and if you are worried about it i would always say dress a step up rather than dressing down especially for your first dance After you go the first time you kind of figure out what everybody's gonna wear um so i know for myself that these past few years my formality has been decreasing as I have realized how much I hate these dances. So, you know, this year I wore a fifteen dollar Shein dress that was like uh like a sheer with like little gold stars on it and tennis shoes and i felt super duper cute i was so relaxed i was happy whereas in the past years i've worn like satiny velvety dresses really long super formal and like done my hair and put a lot of effort whereas this year is a little more casual is a little more fun for me just going casual and i noticed a lot of the other girls were also dressing down a lot of the girls were wearing tennis shoes which is typically a no um so it's just you have to look out and see what other people are wearing Um, i know a lot of schools do winter formal which tends to be a little more dressed up it tends to be for lower classmen whereas homecoming is for all four grades so winter formal is typically a little more dressier it's a little more um it's like what my school would do as a homecoming it's what most other schools consider their formal dance for all classmen and then there's prom which is only for upperclassmen if you go to a normal school if you're going to like a weird small school and they let everybody go then I don't think that's fair and I don't think lower classmen should go to those dances, but that's my personal opinion. I'd say that if you are going to prom, then you've kind of already figured out how dances work. But if you haven't, let's say you're homeschooled and you're suddenly going into a public school and you have prom, that is the most formal dance they'll offer. So it's usually floor-length dresses, which as a tall girl, I can say is really difficult to find one, but is really difficult to pull off. I would say the only benefit is because it's floor length and you're already tall, you don't have to wear heels unless you enjoy wearing heels. I can say as somebody who's 5'8", wearing heels makes me like 6 feet. And that's not cute in my opinion. But that's just me. If you like wearing heels, if you're tall, that's cool. You do you. But yeah, so these are the more formal ones. These are where your dresses get to be 200 plus unless you know where to find them. Um, I would say that there's a lot more weight on what you where and who you bring so i feel like with homecoming there's not as much pressure like it's cool if you do just to have that i don't know bragging rights i guess but with prom it's like if you don't go with a date it's just i don't know it's it's the unsaid rule that you should have a date especially as like a senior or something like it's like oh that's your last dance you know you should have somebody there I would say don't skip prom, even though I would say skip homecoming or even winter formal. I'd say don't skip prom because that's the main one that you'll look back on and say, "Wow, I was with the upperclassmen. I felt like a, a mini adult." You know, that's really what you're gonna look back on and say, "Oh man, I'd wish I'd gone." If you didn't go, I know a lot of kids at my school who had skipped homecoming as seniors while we had Corona hit, and now we didn't have a prom this year, and so a lot of them, it was kind of like, "Oh." man i really missed out on that and that was my last chance and so i'd say don't skip it okay another question i saw and kind of like really i don't know it just kind of reminded me of real people because um i don't know you kind of forget that you do these things and that other people also do them and so the question was how can i stop comparing myself to my classmates the comparison game is strong everybody does it no matter how cool no matter how pretty no matter how ugly you think you are you are comparing people you are comparing how attractive you are in comparison to others whether it's a positive or a negative outlook you're comparing how creative you are how intelligent you are there you are always going to be comparing yourself i'd say the best way to not compare yourself is really to understand that each and every person has different giftings You know, I'd say there are so many girls who are gorgeous, and all day I could sit there and be like, man, I wish I looked like so-and-so. I wish I looked like this girl. But that's not going to get me anywhere, and it's really just going to make my high school experience focused on the people I wish I was. And instead of living inside of their life it's so much easier to live inside of mine and say okay cool like they're pretty but i i'm intelligent i am artistic i'm musical you know so focusing on your own giftings in a non-prideful way you know being humble about it is definitely a good thing um it's okay to recognize that you have giftings i know some people who are overly humble And you'll tell them, oh wow, like you did really good. And they'll be like, no, I was terrible, but thanks. And it's not even like that they actually did terrible. It's that they don't want to be viewed as prideful or like they're full of themselves. So I think the best way to stop comparing is realizing that there will always be someone better than you and there will always be someone worse than you. And you just need to recognize what you're good at in the moment instead of focusing on who you could have been. The next question I have written down is how can I befriend an introvert? As an extrovert, I can let you know that it is hard. Introverts don't tend to be attracted to extroverts in my experience, especially chatty ones like me. It it overwhelms them. So I'd say the best way to get friends with an introvert, introverts tend to be deeper people. Not every introvert is very deep and thoughtful, but a lot of them are. Um, so I'd say the best way is to not be shallow. You know, be yourself, but don't be shallow with them. That's not an attractive feature to an introvert. I'd say don't be overbearing um you don't have to bombard them with questions about them even though that's polite to an introvert that they just have to sit there and talk and they'd rather just be quiet i'd say if you want to be friends with an introvert give them their space even though you're an extrovert and you want to go out and you want to hang out with these people that's not what they have on the agenda they want to sit and they want to just be by themselves they find that to be the most energizing so being willing to give them space being willing to not see them every week that is what they crave they want somebody who is dependable but they don't want somebody who is clingy and overbearing i'd say with my introvert friends knowing that they may not always answer my texts that they may not always want to go get coffee that they're going to be bad about answering their phone and they're going to avoid hanging out in general knowing that makes it a lot easier they're not going to be the number one person i go to reach out to not because they may not be my number one friend but because i know that energy wise they're not going to be interested in providing that A lot of introverts I know are more than happy to text every now and then but they don't want you to bombard them and become a life-sucking part of their life. They want somebody deep that they can connect with when they need them and they want somebody who's available. So how has quarantine affected you as a teen? I feel like we can all have different experiences on this. Some of us extreme, some of us minimal. You know, I know people who never stopped seeing friends and I know people who still aren't allowed to see friends. Uh, In our area, the um, restrictions have kind of been loosened. You can do groups, but it shouldn't be more than six, and social distancing obviously is still in, and masks are required in indoor places, but you know, other than that, restaurants are open, uh, entertainment places are open, movie theaters are open, so it's just kind of like a weird middle ground. So for myself, early on in quarantine, I had pretty much no friends nobody was really available. A lot of them were being forced into family time. I think a lot of parents were realizing how distant they were from their family and how little time they were spending with each other. So a lot of my friends didn't have time to just sit and you know, uh, FaceTime each other or talk on like a video chat or something. Um, whereas other of my friends that I'd see at school all the time, that was fine. It was now not enough social time. And so I connected really well with them. So for example, Abby Porter, she and I like saw each other at school, but not that much. But then as soon as quarantine hit, like she became really available and I was really available. And you know, the difficulty of not having classes together, well, that kind of disappears. We're both at home, so who cares? And now that quarantine has loosened up, we see each other about once a week, we hang out a lot, we text, you know? So it's just like, it's seeing how different my connections are. And she's always been somebody I really liked. Like we've always been good friends, but I feel like this year not having classes with each other it kind of creates a little bit of a distance and so yeah it's just it's different and so now that the classes we realize oh hey we can talk outside of school you know we can hang out outside of school it makes it a lot easier to build deeper relationships so i have fewer relationships now but i have deeper relationships to school kill creativity okie dokie i feel like this one has mixed answers i feel like some people could say yes i feel like some people could say no and i feel like the answer is both So I'd say um, for myself, I've developed in certain areas of creativity, I uh, have definitely, you know, applied outside things of creativity, such as painting and graphic design and been able to apply that to projects and put them in and trying to like apply them to whatever I'm learning. So, for example, in English class, we did a project over a book called The Devil in the White City. If you haven't read it, I would definitely recommend it. Um, But one of the assignments was to paint out the crime scene or something and I was able to paint and I painted out like a scene of photographs on a table like black and white photographs because the book is based in the 20s Uh, and I put like a cup of coffee and I added like red notes on it like a detective was looking into the photos. Um, If you don't know about the book it's about the first serial killer in America and that's why i would recommend it it was so interesting and there are some low parts that are just kind of like boring and lame but overall as a book it's really really interesting i really enjoyed it and a lot of the class liked it so would recommend but with a project like that i was really able to um kind of do art you know and i don't really do that as much as i kind of talk about it it's not something i sit down and do quite regularly unless i have a purpose for it so being able to do that for a class it was really stress relieving to take a break and paint but it was also something i really enjoyed doing so in that way i stretch my creativity in other ways i feel like for example writing essays i've learned that there's a format and there's a template and you follow the template and then you're done you know i'm not as willing to break the rules and do something experimental and creative in my essays because i know what what i do work and so I know that if I change it too much my grade might differ and I'm not willing to put in that risk so with that I'm a little less creative I'm not sure if that's so much being less creative or being more cautious so you can take that however you want I feel like it also teaches us that there's just a formula to life you just do the same thing over and over again and eventually you'll get the right input that you want and you're good to go so you're less willing to take risks and i feel like with social standards and with social status those are both also things that it's it's being ingrained in us that we shouldn't take risks or we may be looked down upon or we may be thought of as the outcast so i feel like in some ways yes in some ways no okay so this is kind of the last question i'm going to answer um and this one is I feel like a good overarching message i'd say for this topic in general is are private schools better than public schools so as i've said so many times i go to a private school um and the experience is very very different and it's not so much it's better it's worse it's just the people are different so i'd say education wise no at least not with my private school if you go to private school that's built to be better education wise then it's different i'm sorry if you hear noises in the background my dog is sitting back there and he's kind of grumpy um yeah and so i feel like education wise no not for my school i feel like my school skips over a lot of things or i feel like we don't understand things as well i feel like they cut corners in certain areas to make students pass i know at least for spanish that was a big problem was a lot of kids didn't look like they were going to pass and then all of a sudden they did and I mean, that's none of my business, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just rumors, but it just, you know, there's certain things that I kind of raise a brow to, and I'm like, is that, is that right? Are we really learning what we're supposed to learn? Is this a, a compressed version of it? You know, to what extent are we missing things? How is my education differing? Why is everybody at the school have A's and B's and like a small handful of C's, whereas when you're in public school, most kids are B and C, you know, I can't help but wonder if the difficulty is different for our school to increase ratings that's just my wondering you know there's no real evidence to back that up except that the difficulty of the classes are non-existent i'd say socially private school is probably less differentiation in the kind of people for my school it tends to be a lot of middle class people surprisingly you i know that the world has painted private school to be girls in short skirts and like clueless vibes and um mean girls vibes where they're all just kind of like aggressive to each other and that's like really not at all how it is like private school kids don't act like those stereotypical white people that are all put together you know we're just kind of like teenagers and we we all recognize that being in private school is actually negative points like it doesn't make you look better it makes you look like a snob and like somebody who doesn't really it makes you look like daddy's money kind of thing so yeah so i'd say socially because we're all pretty similar the clicks are less and i go to a christian school so that may have a part into it that's like kind of a big thing in the religion is that like you shouldn't be separating people based on social status and i know not every christian does that so before you're like well that's not true just hear me out here in this school that is how things work if you go to a non-religious private school it may be a little bit more extreme based on the kind of money you make you know if you're richer then you may fit into a rich kid clique um yeah so i feel like in public school because people are so diverse that that could be a plus and that could be a negative you know you have more options of who you can be friends with but at the same time there's a lot less understanding between people because they're so different so yeah this was just kind of a chill episode this was mostly me ranting about my opinions on high school um again this is super last minute planned so hopefully it was still a good quality episode that you can enjoy um today was just a crazy busy day for me if you care i got a car and um i opened a savings and checkings account so those are both cool things that big kids do so i'm proud of myself um so yeah that's really why it was a busy day um if you're wondering what kind of car i got i got a hyundai accent 2016 pretty cool pretty excited about it um so i'm planning on spending the weekend like detailing the car and just kind of cleaning it i feel like that would be really therapeutic don't at me okay i'm trying my best here but yeah i'm super duper excited about it and so thankful that my parents paid for it and i'm just excited to see you know myself with a car i don't have my license yet so (laughs) i'm supposed to get it next thursday wow i guess i should add that to my schedule (laughs) hopefully i get another podcast episode out without it being super last minute like this but if you did like this episode uh feel free to leave a note on the forum i know that that's not really what it's intended for but if you'd like to do that you're more than welcome to we also have a website is how does one card uh card with two r's co um you can go check it out it just has some information about like the origin of the podcast and then the different listening platforms it's on and then also a little bit about me um i'm hoping to put together some different things as well to kind of help create uh, more interaction between you guys and me Um, so yeah so feel free to check that out don't forget to follow and leave a rating and review and yeah I really appreciate each and every one of you guys for listening and for caring about what I have to say just this little teenager in her closet you know so yeah thank you for listening stay safe